Welcome to the Love to Hear podcast, a holistic health and wellness space created to make you feel good. Through our conversations about health, happiness, and self-love, we encourage you to live a life that you're obsessed with inside and out. Unrelated to the podcast episode, (laughs) just to kick us off, me and Anna like to do a few deep breaths together to center us and get us grounded before we start recording. And I have this master trick that I wanted to share that I was thinking about while I was doing these breaths that I think is maybe really obvious and maybe you do it too. So tell me if this is stupid. But when I close my eyes, I stare into the back of my eyelids and something about that, like focusing my vision on something helps me to clear my mind and focus on that, like the back of my eyelids as opposed to my thoughts. That's a smart thing to do, I feel like, because then you're just like... Or are you like, that makes no sense. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I feel like I understand (laughs) it because you're focusing like where you're like placing your eyes so that you can to like let your breathing kind of like take over and not think about anything else. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. helpful because also... It's almost I replace my thoughts with thinking about where I'm looking. Yeah. And it calms me. And then you could just breathe. Yeah, it's re- I don't know. It helps you get into the present, like, so. And just a little, a little hot tip to start the episode. <laughs> Behind the scenes of how we get started. No. Yeah. <laughs> but but getting into it, we wanted to talk this week about both optimism and toxic positivity. I think toxic positivity has come into conversation in the last few years with, I guess, social media and, like, people kind of painting their life in a constantly perfect picture and people following suit on a day-to-day basis. And there's something that I think can be really harmful and negative about toxic positivity. And then on the other side, kind of talking more about optimism and what that means to be an optimist and is optimism healthy? Is optimism the right alternative to toxic positivity? And just getting into those things to help us live, I think just with healthier mindsets overall. I think this is like a really good overarching big picture topic to discuss to think through having a healthier mindset. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's definitely important because of how social media, everyone's trying to paint this beautiful picture of their life and constantly are posting things about maybe positivity and their life as rainbows and butterflies and like reality a lot of times you know there's other things going on behind closed doors that are just not brought to the light so it's kind of Mm -hmm. a weird world we're living in with that being such a heavily involved topic social media you know everybody's into social media so it's like when everyone's doing it you sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between what's real and what's not you know For sure. Yeah. Like social media is fake Mm -hmm. and we need to understand that and be able to separate it. But it's really hard when you're looking at these photos or videos or whatever and to really separate and and tell yourself it's fake because it feels so real. Right. (laughs) So you have to take a step back sometimes and remind yourself like, okay, this person has 
probably over-edited and rehearsed this video in some way. Is this Mm -hmm. even genuine? Like, who even knows? But... Yeah, it's really all about, for, for a lot of cases, about, like, the aesthetic quality and this, like, very planned content, and that's right. not what life is, you know? We're not yeah. always, like, looking our best, feeling our best, you know, doing the best things for ourselves on a constant day-to-day, and sometimes when you're looking and scrolling through social media, it's like, oh, wait, but that's that is how people are living. And it's just not true. And I think that weaves into real life where people feel like they can't be honest and true and make mistakes and talk about hard things that are going on in their lives because it's like almost like, is there something wrong with me? If all of these people or all of my friends are talking about all these things going right and wonderful and they have great relationships and they have great jobs and they had a great day and they had a great night and they had <laughs> great food and like everything's so great. So great. <laughs> like what if I, if I tell them that something for me isn't going great right now, am I, am I bad or am I not good enough or am I going to be judged? And I think that's, that's a problem. <laughs> and then you almost feel bad telling someone maybe this news you have because everything's so positive in their life you start to think, am I the, a rain cloud on their day now? Because I know they're mm-hmm. they're really on the up and up and I'm feeling this way. And you, then you start comparing yourself to others and you're thinking, why do I feel this way when they're living so perfectly over there? But you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others because that's part of the problem, obviously. And mm-hmm. it just becomes a sad cycle. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge thing, and I think we should talk, or we will talk about this a lot more in our um, next episode when we get a little bit more into confidence. Yes. The comparison is, like, a huge thing that I've been working on right now because I just, like, the more time that I spend on social media, the more that it just becomes, like, very subconscious of looking at, like, these other people and, like, the things that they're doing or, like, how they look and you know, the success they have or whatever it might be and feeling like, oh, wait, like I need to match that. And it's just, again, it's just like all bullshit and it's not fair and it takes away from like our successes and our our joy, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, What's that that line? Like comparison is, comparison is the thief of joy. (laughs) That's my quote actually. (laughs) Coming out in a song near you. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> By this I don't lyric. Know what, the, what the line is, but yeah. <laughs> um, another thing to your point about not wanting to share if like something's going wrong, if somebody, like if me and you are having a conversation and you're always telling me everything that's going right, like I don't want to tell you what's going wrong because, like you said, I don't want to bring you down from your high at the moment. But then it, I think that all leads to like not having depth in a relationship because you can't be vulnerable and you can't be honest. And it's also, I mean, like there are some days like me and you have our daily gratitude that we do every morning. And there are some days where like the day is just great. And like, we're in really good moods and we're really happy. And like, that's just how, how it's going at the moment. But then it's like there's also days where you have to be like, 
wait, no, I'm like really pissed off. This didn't work out and I'm feeling really frustrated and I'm feeling overwhelmed. And it's like, it's not that the opposite of toxic positivity is not negativity. Yeah. Like you're allowed to have these like positive, (laughs) happy days too. Totally. And be able to like, like see things on the bright side and like enjoy life. Be honest about that. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest about like life going well. Yeah. But then when it, when a day or something or someone or whatever it is, is negatively impacting you, it's having that balance to be able to be honest about it and open about it and to share with your friends and share with your loved ones of saying like, wait, this, this doesn't feel good right now. And like, I want to share that with you and I want your support and I want your comfort and I want like your love. Yeah. That's having both. I think that's the, the healthy balance of the two, right? You know, you need to be able to sometimes vent and just have someone listen to things that are going on in your life and just feel heard so that you know that it's okay that everything's not always going your way, right? You need to be able to talk through that to help yourself as well. So if, you know, we are like with our gratitude, if we're having a super busy day and it's just like crazy, you know, like we're still going to talk about that. We're not going to be like, oh gosh, I'm just grateful for the sky today. You know, like I'm not just like going on about random shit that I'm grateful for or whatever, but you know, I think it's just, it's important to acknowledge when things aren't going the right way and also be able to embrace the positive moments as well. Like you want to share Mm -hmm. with your loved ones all of those moments so that they can, you know, be there for you and support you and help you along the way. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the flip side of it, if like me and you were having a conversation and I was telling you something was going wrong. Another thing that like I have felt frustration for is like when the person that I'm talking to would almost be like right away want to see like the the bright side of it yeah, without acknowledging like the pain of it. Like I think there's this, that's like another aspect I think of po- toxic positivity of being like, wait, but no, actually like, everything happens for a reason and like this person died but it's actually fine like it's gonna you know or whatever it is that's an extreme example but being like able to be there for our friends or loved ones or whatever and being like conscious be like that that really sucks and like I understand you're going through a shitty time and like I would feel really shitty too if that happened and right like maybe being like I hope things get better and I hope yeah. you could have a conversation so things get better in the future or whatever the scenario is. Trying to be optimistic, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, but not like almost feeling like a, the toxic part is it feels like you're almost like bullying somebody for right. feeling bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't want it to come off in that way, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there's other times where maybe even you're just trying to keep like yourself together when uh, you're going through a hard time and you want to sometimes redirect your thoughts, right? You, you in a way, but you don't want to totally just ignore what's going on and then have it end up building up into something that turns into a bigger thing than it needed to be. Cause that's where I feel like it's yeah. toxic the most. And yeah. Just, yeah, like not processing your emotions. Right. 
But then again, you don't want to dwell on it and let it break you down. You just need to deal with it in a healthy manner, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I was thinking conversationally as well when you're talking to another person and you or, or they respond to you in a way that makes you feel bad about yourself or bad about like your perspective on a situation almost like makes you feel bad for feeling bad yeah that I think it can be like no matter which side of this conversation you're on if you're the person making the person feel bad or if you're feeling bad because that person made you feel that way Mm -hmm. due to their response I'm speaking very eloquently right now (laughs) um (laughs) they're that I think it's that person's like ego to coming out of being like, let me paint everything in a great picture. Like I know how to live life. I know how to be happy. You are doing it wrong. Right. And by being like making somebody feel bad about a bad situation or their perspective on a situation, I think is another like back to that toxic aspect of being like, I know how to do things and I know how to live your life and you don't. Right. And it's kind of insulting. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you're not fully hearing that person out or trying to help them see whatever's going on through. I think you're mm-hmm. more so coming at their character, and that just is uncomfortable and toxic. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that like a almost like a compliment to that, and not a positive way. <laughs> is that when you are telling somebody something or venting about something and they almost like insert their advice i guess like yeah. some i think this is something that i've i've learned in recent years because i you know it's i think it's part like being like wanting to please everyone and mm-hmm. part like just loving your friends and family and wanting to be there and wanting them to feel good and wanting to support them but i think it's almost like Something that I started doing when somebody was telling, like, if you're venting to me about something, I would be like, do you want my advice? Or say, like, do you just want me to listen? And, like, being really, like, open about that because I think sometimes it can feel, to your point, Anna, like, it can feel insulting for me to be venting that not this is happening between us for me to be venting (laughs) about something and you're like let me tell you I got all the answers step one two three four and I'm like I just like I just want to I just want to talk to you and like I just want you to hear me out I just want to like you know release some of this that's going on and like you don't know the full situation and you don't know the full things that are going on in my head so like I want you to also be respectful of that but like if you do have something that could be helpful like I'm going to tell you if I'm open to hearing it you know It's like a funny balance to strike. I fully agree with you. I think there's definitely moments where sometimes you just want to vent and someone to listen. And then there's other times where you want their uh, advice because you hate Mm -hmm. when you're in that mode of wanting someone to listen. And if someone's just like interjecting and like giving advice, you're like, stop, please. Like I will ask for comments at the end, but I need to think through this (laughs) myself first. I mean, that happens sometimes with even like me and John and we'll just, we have to do that. We'll be like, okay, like I just need you to listen right now. Mm -hmm. And like, and I'll, and then you'll be like, okay, (laughs) I'm just going to sit here till you say talk. (laughs) For sure. There's so many like healthy ways to go about it, yeah. but you have to be conscious about it first of being like, 
wait, this person is does not need me to solve their problems. They're not asking me. Like, it's not my responsibility. Like, I'm here to have a back and forth with them. I'm here to support them. Totally. I'm not here to, like, you know, tell them how it is or, like, tell them. You know, we could talk through it. And yeah. it's also the ego part of it, too, I think, is, like, coming with advice for answers and when it doesn't feel conversational. Yeah. I feel like there's, like, a really good way to approach it of being, like, okay, so I understand you're going through this. What if you talk to this person about this situation in this way? Do you think that would help? As opposed to being, like, Anna, you need to go call him and tell him this right now. You know, I think that's like, and those are two very like common ways that people respond to things. Like there's one that feels very like abrasive and like not like a two-way communication. And there's one that feels like a little bit healthier and a little bit like of of an open dialogue that feels like more supportive, I think. Right. Like you don't want to be invasive. You want to have a neutral approach, I feel. So that way you're not coming on too strong. I mean, even depending on who the person is that you're talking with, like say it's maybe a coworker or something, you know, you don't always want to be too invading of their personal life unless they're like a close friend or something, but sometimes they just need to vent. And then, you know, you're just taking in all this information about someone that you know only a little about or whatnot. And, but you know that they trust you. I feel like that's also a compliment when someone is looking to, you know, confide in that way into some, into people, right? Like if they just feel that they could open up to you because you're a good person and you're optimistic and are able to see both sides. You know what I mean? You're not neutral or, I mean, you are neutral. You're not picking one side, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think, and it, I think it's like, yeah, it is like a sign of respect to, for, if for someone to like open up to you. Yeah. So you don't want to take that and just throw it back in their face. Right. Have them regret yeah. them reaching out to you because you're mm-hmm. now coming at their personal life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think there's just like back to what I was saying about like vulnerability and stuff. I think that that like vulnerability is like the most important aspect of connection. And I feel like I I talk about this a lot, but like connection is one of my favorite words because I think it's like one of like the (laughs) core, like one of my core needs in life is like to have really deep relationships with not everyone, but like with certain people. Yeah. And being able to be like really truthful with what's going on and being really honest is like allows you to have a certain level of closeness and by cutting someone off by making them feel like guilty or bad or whatever it is about like being emotional or having like quote-unquote negative emotions that closes off your relationship with them and like doesn't allow them to be vulnerable and open with you in the future yeah it's like and we want that connection yeah connection's so important and if you violate that in any way it's hard to come back or bounce back Mm -hmm. from something that breaks you know such a important part of 
a connection, if you will. Yeah, it's just like I think it takes time to almost like get get that back and like regrow the relationship to a place where like that person feels safe or you or like, you know, same thing, like you feel safe, that person feels safe in the relationship. So let's make everybody not feel bad about themselves (laughs) or not feel guilty and like be super accepting that we like we all have bad days and we all have good days and that it doesn't have to be like just one way or the other. Right. Everybody should feel comfortable expressing their emotions, whether they're good or bad, and Mm -hmm. know that you're not bringing someone else down by sharing that with others. You know, you've Mm got to... Yeah. You don't want to, I guess, overdo it, but, you know, you can express, (laughs) express yourself to a certain degree, or you should be able to, and, like, healthy relationship, friendship, every type of ship. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's not going to be like completely negative and not going to be like so down on yourself all the time. And so, you know, just like constantly complaining about everything. And that's where we're talking about like the balance between optimism and toxic positivity, because it's not like, I think toxic positivity I was going to say is almost negativity. And I mean, I guess it's negative energy if you want to put it that way. Yeah. But it's like, I think optimism is a lot more positive and ideal where it's like, I love the whole like glasses half full analogy and thinking like trying to find the positive things that are going on and like look at a situation and like acknowledging the bad things, but maybe saying like okay but this is going right and like focusing on that or being like this is going wrong but this is a way I can make it better as opposed to just being like so stuck and so connected to what's going wrong and really dwelling on that which I think is like the 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 flip side and that doesn't benefit anybody it doesn't benefit you the people that you're in a relationship with or like having a conversation with whatever it is, it's not, it's not good for like the, the body, mind, or soul to be, to be negative all the time. And like to just dwell in bad feelings. I agree. You know, it's one thing to try to be positive in negative situations to help cope with it and to not be that dwelling negative person. Right. But it's another if you're just constantly complaining about everything that's going wrong. That's just, you know, draining. And that's when, yeah, maybe you are, you know, bringing some people down. And when you're not trying mm-hmm. to make the situation a little better, when you're not, there's certain ways that you can be optimistic without having it be toxic positivity that you're just ignoring something, right? So it's just like... right knowing which area you're falling into and like identifying it if you are, you know, not actually reacting or responding in the way that you'd want to. I've recently gotten to the habit if like I'm having a down day or I feel really stressed out or overwhelmed or just like kind of like gray or blue, whichever whichever yeah. 
color you want to associate with it. <laughs> like I'm like, okay, like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have a sad day. Like I'm just gonna yeah. embrace it. I'm just gonna be in like a grumpy mood. I'm just gonna like, you know, like feel the feelings for a day and that's something that I would never do like five ten years ago like I would just I think smile through the pain (laughs) yeah and I think I try to numb it and try to like hide from it and just like be so uncomfortable with it and hide from it always but like really like embracing it and being like I'm having like a shit day things don't feel great right now but like I'm just gonna feel into it and then it's like you wake up the next day and you feel great it's there's I don't know. It's, it's been like something really positive. I think on the toxic positivity side, it's like pushing those feelings or those emotions like into, you know, under the rug. Right. They're under the rug, but they're not gone. Right. But, but by allowing yourself time to process and feel and be a human and have like the whole spectrum like of human emotions allows you to really clear those emotions as opposed to like holding on to them and trying to like hide from them. I agree. It's like when you need to have a good cry every once in a while, right? You know, you don't want to be crying all the time. Then you have something going on and you should, you know, you need to work through that (laughs) in another way. But having a good cry, is just healthy for your soul. Dealing with sadness or whatever's bringing you down, head on sometimes it needs to be done you know you can't Mm -hmm. hide from it you need to just face it and it might be hard it might take a while but you know you just let yourself go through that and then you feel amazing after it's it's healthy Mm -hmm. for your soul I think it's also you know you're being real you're having real emotions you're letting them come out you're not reserving them and just bottling it up and making the problem even worse, probably. So I think it's definitely sure. a healthy thing to do what you're doing as well. You know, obviously yeah. if if it was some things going on, you know, then it's different. But it's like if it's just a combination of things and you're just like, ah, and, you know, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and give yourself space to... Yeah. Feel it all. Or like whatever it is. Like yeah. give yourself space to grieve. I don't know. You think about the obvious when grieving is like a loss but like a breakup or something like that it's like not just being like everything's fine I'm not sad I'm gonna be fine like I'm gonna find somebody new everything's great like there is some importance to being like wait this feels like shit like I don't feel great I'm not happy right now I'm gonna be happy but like I just need to you know go through it a little bit yeah and next week next month whatever I'm gonna feel better but we're just gonna be a human and like understand that like things don't feel bad things don't always feel good some things feel bad and that's almost like the beauty of the human experience like if everything always felt good all the time like we wouldn't really have anything to look forward to you know it's like and we would be spoiled I feel like we wouldn't be as appreciative of things in life because we'd for sure just be always having great things happen we would we would get jaded I feel yeah yeah definitely I also had a I don't know if I if I brought this up before I one time had a human design reading which we can get into later if people don't know what human design is but I don't know I thought it was interesting for a little bit and I did a reading because I was like why not like let's check it out But the point of the story is that the human design reader told me (laughs) that I live my life in waves, 
but it's like almost like a like an escalator going up. So it's like you're you're going up and then you go like down a little bit. But f- when you're feeling down, you have to really feel into that down moment. Yeah. And from that down moment brings you to a place of clarity. So then you could go higher than you were before. Wow. So it's almost like, it's like here, I'm going up, I'm going up, I'm going up. And then I go down. I feel like I'm in like a little bit of a rut right now. But from this rut where I'm lower than I was before, I get, I come to a place of clarity and growth so that I can be happier and happier and happier and happier, happier. And then it keeps going, but you're keep going to like a higher level like you're continuing to trend in the right direction but just sometimes when you exactly. go down it's it's a little hard but you always get yeah. further up yeah it's not just a straight like wow you know escalator to where you're going yeah you have to like go over some bumps yeah but by going over those bumps you grow to a higher place and I think that's really beautiful because I do think like there have been times where I've been feeling down and like Maybe you feel down and you don't really know why. You know, you're just like, I feel grumpy today. I feel like something's off. And, like, feeling into that can allow you to be like, wait, I don't don't really like this aspect of my life, I think. Like, I think I want to change it. Or, like, if it's, like, let's say, like, I woke up today and I, like, feel in a bad mood. Like, I feel in a bad mood, I think, because I don't like my job. I don't like my job because of this aspect. So what if I changed my job to do something like more like this? And like, just as an example, you know, there's like a, a thousand different differentiations yeah. of that. And That's being a really able good one, to, though. yeah, yeah. Being able to like be really conscious about how you're feeling can mm-hmm. bring you so much clarity on like what's not going right. And then be able to, you know, change it and make improvements in your life. Yeah. You're fully thinking through it as opposed to just, ignoring it and just letting it kind of builds and builds until it blows up and then you don't know what to do. You know, I think it's, yeah, it's so much healthier to do that as opposed to the latter. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's another one of those, like, you know, we all know I love to talk about self-work and self-improvement, but it is another That's one our whole of those, podcast. like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of those, those core areas of self-improvement where like I love I don't I don't get into it as much anymore but like I always feel like when I sit down and journal about something especially when I'm like I'm trying I'm dealing with a situation when I sit down and journal or just like write out my thoughts whatever word you want to use I always almost always come to a place of like such clarity of being like oh I feel this way because of this and then yeah. that clarity allows me to grow as a person in like a way that makes me happier healthier whatever it is and that's where, like, I think there's, like, so much strength and opportunity in having a whole spectrum of emotions yeah. and not just feeling like you have to feel good all the time and you have to feel happy and you need to be posting these pictures of, of like, all your happy, wonderful days and whatever. Right. And just back to acknowledging that, like, social media is, like, snippets of our lives of pretty pictures with our pretty friends that we want to share and not yeah. the whole human experience. It's not real. It's not. And... Just know that every what everyone else is posting, it doesn't always mean that it's rainbows and butterflies for them. You know, not saying you're wishing that upon them, but if you're not feeling the best, you know, it's okay. You don't have to compare yourself to this person who just posted, you know, something great going on in their life. You should be happy for them. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if something's going on with you, like 
you know, tried to work through that, tried to think through it and actually deal with it as opposed to just kind of letting yourself be defeated by it and then going down a bad road of being vulnerable and comparing yourself once again and thinking that everything in your life is going wrong when really, you know, you're kind of self-inflicting this now. I think the overarching ideas that really encompass everything that we've been talking about and kind of like is like the constant theme is to be kind to ourselves, be kind to other people and try to look for opportunities, especially in darkness and to see the glass half full when we can, but to also acknowledge that we are all like complicated, complex, evolving human beings And it doesn't have to be just a flat line. And that's not what life is. Life is a a beautiful little squiggle. And we're, we're moving in different directions at all times. And we should be supportive of ourselves. We should be honest with other people about that. And we should be honest with ourselves. And just try to be like as open and vulnerable because your life experience is just as beautiful as anyone else's. And that's because like you are going through these different emotions, experiences, reactions, and, you know, living what it means to, like, live a human life. And I think that is the glass half full in itself, that, like, you're alive and you're here and you're able to live this life and take that as an opportunity to make it a good day when you can, have a bad day, so that you could have a good day tomorrow, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Life is a roller coaster and there's so much going on, but there's one thing you can do, you know, be real about how you're feeling in all situations when you can and really look for meaning behind what you're going through and don't try to run away from it because it's just going to come back to haunt you in the end. Everything that's put in the dark gets brought to light. So might as well just (laughs) challenge yourself and try to work through it because it's okay to not be okay sometimes, but also no picking yourself up can't, is not always the easiest thing, but it's going to help you in these situations too. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think and believe and hope that you all feel the balance between this optimism and toxic positivity (laughs) and kind of keeping negativity at bay just from this conversation, like already integrating a bit into your lives and um, just wishing you a beautiful day, whether it's a good day or a bad day. I hope it's still a beautiful day (laughs) and we'll talk to you soon. Inhale the positivity, exhale the negativity, everyone. (laughs) Oh, there we go, Anna. Anna's... Okay. And goodbye. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed the episode, we'd love for you to share with a friend or leave a five-star review. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We love you and can't wait to see you next week. Boom. Mic drop. We did it. (laughs) That's it. That's our podcast. I'm just kidding.